trigger. And I said, then you won't be able to do what you, what you need to do with your gun. See, I like guns. I, I like to hunt. And I like my guns. I, I, I've never killed a person. Don't want to kill a person. Not interested in killing a person. But if I need to shoot a steak, I'm going to. I'm not going to pick it up. So kill it if I need to. But I've never had to use it. But if I wanted to use my gun, don't you think it needs a trigger? Yeah, so we can get rid of triggers is good. No. Let me tell you what the trigger will do. If you will go into whatever your pain is, like I did with a woman with a cancer and eyeball, it will blow your mind. What part of your mind? The lie part. It will get rid of it. It will expose it. It will make it fall apart into dust so that it will no longer have you hold you. Guess what that is called in the amygdala? A chain link. Protein. What do we do with chains? We bind the things. That's where it says God made captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. I used to think, how can you put jail in jail? Like, what does that mean to make captivity captive, right? Makes no sense. Well, the trigger, if you will use it properly, is enough to build a fire. Because what they do with the thorns and thistles, they go up in the fire. And then you just get in the fire. Why do you get in the fire? Because fire changes everything it touches. So when you get in the fire, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there will be a fourth one in there with you. And you will not come out smelling like smoke. What happens is that chain link protein is so transformed that you can't make it go back to what it used to be. I'll give you an example. And uh, he had experienced such horror there. And for 40 years, he could not get the smell of burning smoke out of his nostrils. And he couldn't sleep. Didn't matter what they gave him. And a lot of, a lot of people take medicine prescribed by doctors and different things to try and cope with PTSD. And, and that's what they do. They cope with it. And they have to cope every day. Coping becomes a way of life. They're not living, they're surviving. God came to give us life and life abundantly. And so I worked with this man for about an hour and a half. Him and his wife were together. My husband and I would work with them together. Or if my husband's not available, I'll, as long as the wife's present, I'll work with the gentleman. But I worked with him, and I took him back into that battlefield. I did not need all those details. I just needed his emotion and the bloodstream. So why do I need the emotions in the bloodstream? Because I cannot reach the amygdala, I will only be in the frontal lobe. The frontal lobe will not change me. The devil can quote the scriptures. The, the front of the brain can quote the scriptures too. Listen to the word devil. D-E-V-A-L. This Eve and D-E-V-A-L. Don't you want to be a re-C-E-R? It's time to get Eve back, your inside part, your escape. The one that looks like the female heart of God. I'm not trying to feminize the men. I'm just trying to get you back the part of you, the, the inside part. Why? That's where the kingdom of God is. The kingdom of God's in you. So I go in this man's heart. I'm seeking the kingdom of God. What am I seeking? Anything and everything I can find in his heart. I'm looking for every emotion. Every emotion I can find. Why? Because it's going to reveal the lie. Now, when those emotions become present, something happens in the body. The heart rate changes. The breathing changes. You begin to sweat. The hypothalamus begins to pump like a little heart. Why? Because it's connected to the heart. 
It actually works in conjunction. They don't work separately from each other. They work together in unison because they're part of each other. So as these emotions get into the bloodstream, something called ligands are released into the bloodstream. Those are the chemical communicators that knock on the cell wall, the receptor sites, or like little doors, or little windows, or little gates. Open up all ye gates. Open up your doors. Let me knock on the door and I'll, if I'll knock and you open, I'll come in. That's how they open. It's through the ligands. They knock and say, bam, 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 let me in. And we go, not by the hand, not to the chin Why? Because we're scared that the devil's going to get us if we go back at any of those memories. No, the devil's got you by keeping you out. So we go into his memories, and while he's in his memories, God gives me a vision and word. And I speak that word while his name is a heightened state of emotion. And when he gets up, he's like, how did you do that? I said, I didn't. That's how God created your body. Your body's already made the image of God. Your body's already perfect. Your body's already perfect. It's already perfect. You don't have to get perfect. God perfected you when he created you in your mother's womb. And your body will work if you will let it. The problem is we, we've been taught the opposite. We have not yet put off the old man. You know what the old man says? Don't let me suffer. Give me a bowl of soup. Here you can have my identity. Jacob had not loved and he saw how I hated. Look, I couldn't understand that for years. How can you hate the guy who just wanted to punt and, and be comfortable? And you love the guy who was a stupid thief. I said there's another time. If you look that up in the Hebrew, guess what it means? One who is deceived by sorrow and suffering. Whoa. The heel. Where did Satan bruise Eve? The heel. And guess what's going to crush his head? The heel. And there's another homonym for you. H-E-A-L. They're all over the place. The Word of God is so filled with revelation that once your eyes are open, nobody has to make you hungry. I tell people that come to me, don't read your Bible, don't pray, don't go to church. And they say, what? You're doing it because somebody told you to. Stop that. Or stay there and keep drowning. How about get hungry and go because you can't help yourself? How about get hungry for the Word of God where you can't go to sleep until you have just one more bite? Well, no, you know what we do? We eat a gallon of but we don't eat the Word of God. Why? Because we're hungry for ice cream. Why? Because ice cream makes our emotions go away. We're hungry for one more glass of wine. Why? Because it's just going to settle me down so I can sleep. We're hungry for one more Xanax, one more Apexia, one more Lexapro. Eight out of ten women I work with are on some kind of antidepressant or anti-emotional drug. Makes me sick to my stomach. Not because I'm sick of them, but I'm, I'm broken hearted for them. And I tell Look, don't ever stop taking this without your doctor weaning you off because you can get suicidal. I said, but if you want off, I can show you the way. I have a woman right now, 23 years addicted. 23 years, every fibromyalgia could get out of bed. And I worked with her for 12 months, and she's completely free. She told me just Monday night, she said, Angela, I don't think I need you anymore. I said, see ya. Showing you how to get intimate in the holy 
be in this new salad left over in the refrigerator and keep sitting my lap and we'll share it. And I go, oh, then we ate it all. Well, me, I'll go see if there's any radishes. Peel them. Come sit in my lap and we'll eat them. I love vegetables. I wonder why. Because in my amygdala, every time my daddy would hold me, he worked a lot, so I didn't get to see him a whole lot. But when he did hold me, he would, me and him would eat radishes and celery and carrots and whatever salad was left over. I just thought Mama and Mama was an amazing cook. She always had like a nine, ten course meal. Well, there were six kids and one chicken. That's why she had the nine course meal. You know what that means is there wasn't a whole lot of chicken to go around. So she had to have a whole bunch of stuff, right? So we all would have enough food. But there was always salad. And so that was a, a interesting thing. It built something in my amygdala. And I would much rather have fresh fruits and fresh, fresh vegetables than anything else. Because that's what was in my core. So here this man is on the table. I work with him. He gets up. And I, he, I test it. Now why do I test someone after I work with them? Because the amygdala needs it. Just like learning to walk and you fall down. Just like when you go to the gym and you tear down your muscle. Why? You make it stronger. So God made the amygdala that way. So what happens is, once your amygdala has formed a chain link protein, chain link protein, chain, chain, captivity, we're going to make captivity captive, that original chain link protein that Vietnam vet's brain was fear and torment. And one of the worst things about being in battle, if you've ever been there, is when you come home, you realize you've killed those that were God's children. Doesn't matter what reason you went there to fight, all of, all of the vets I've worked with, even if the, fight, if the fight was justified, it doesn't matter. They feel like a monster when they come home. Because they killed another human being. And they are broken. You know what they, their biggest deal is? How can God love me? How can God love me? I killed a brother. I mean, my brother. I killed my sister. I killed a woman. Or I killed a child. I killed another human being. Now, they know that they had to do it or they would have died and they were saved in their own brother's society. But it doesn't matter once they get home. That mattered to get them through on the battlefield, but when they get home, that don't matter anymore. What matters is they're going to be a maker soon. That's what they're focused on. I did not know that until I was working with one, and I saw him walk into the kitchen where his mother was. And I just had a vision, and as I saw him walk into the kitchen, I could feel his excitement at first, but then as soon as his mother turned around from the kitchen sink and she was surprising her, right? She didn't know he was fixing to walk in. And, and when he hugged her, I saw his spirit man slump over like this. And so I asked him, I said, when you met your mom when you came home from battle, was she in the kitchen? And did you meet her in the kitchen? And did she turn around from the sink and, to greet you and you were surprising her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you couldn't look her in the eye, could you? No, how do you know? I said, I saw it. I saw your spirit man just drop. I said, I don't know why you couldn't look at her. And he said, why? I said, because the son she once knew is not the son that returned, is it? He said, no. I said, you've become a monster, haven't you? He said, yeah, we're involved. So we relived that moment, and I spoke whatever God gave me. And so what happens is, I actually paint a picture in a heightened state of emotion with new information, because the amygdala will not believe a lie. It believes what it sees and feels. See, you believe what you feel. People tell you, take all your feelings. Here's a newsflash. You already do. And you always have and you always will. And that's because that's the way the subconscious works. That's why God said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. 
We've been taught we can't go like you're doing. Try to live that. It don't work. Yeah. It never has. It never will. You're living a delusion. So what do we do? We go in. Let me give you the word anoint. Anoint means to rub, to smear, to pierce, to thrust through, to prick, to massage, therapy, and paint a picture as an oil painting. So that's what it means to anoint. Smear, rub, thrust through, massage, therapy, um, pierce, prick, and paint a picture. I think I said all So while they're in that high state of emotion, an example, the guy who was in battle, I saw him standing with a, like a machine gun, and I saw his enemy in front of him. Both of them were kind of hiding behind something. And when he shoots the enemy, I saw the enemy fall forward. So I'm a hunter, so I'm free those of you guys who don't hunt, but I like I like to eat deer meat, so I hunt deer. But when you kill an animal, they don't usually fall forward. So in my mind, when I saw this man fall forward, I thought, that's odd. Like he should have gone backwards, is what I was thinking. But what happened was it was a gut shot. And so when he shot him in the gut, the man fell forward. Well, I saw that. So when I saw that, the man that I'm working with knew I was telling him the truth. I said, when you shot this man, he fell forward, didn't he? And of course, at this time, he is trembling, he's shaking, he's crying. Veterans are the easiest to help heal. The easiest. The 22 of them kill themselves every day. There's no reason this message should not be out. You guys are the first church that's let me hear yours. I travel all across the United States, and I go to houses, from house to house, and sometimes we rent buildings to bring people in, or we meet at libraries because the church has not invited me. Even when they meet me or whatever, well, where have you spoken in a church before? Well, what do you teach? And who's your covering? And blah, blah, blah. And I know they're trying. Can you just ask the Holy Ghost? Is the Holy Ghost, should she come or not? What did Deborah say? It's time to go up. We, the Lord said we can take the land. Well, word of God came to you. But then whenever they wanted to take the battle, and the real prophet Micah says, no, no, the Lord said you can't win this battle. They say, get us another prophet. You think that's changed? Now people want to hear what they want to hear. And the Word of God says, God takes the foolishness of man to confound the wise. Name something more foolish than an emotional woman.
and he closes his eyes and goes back in the memory and tears just begin to pour and he starts shaking and trembling again. Blessed is he who trembles in my presence. Blessed is he who trembles at my word. Nowhere in scripture does anybody ever tremble at the devil. Ever. They tremble in God's word. When you think you have a panic attack and you think it's the devil, it's a lie. It's the power of God. Fear of power of the sound mind taking over your body. You just don't know what you have. And so he began to tremble under the presence of God and I said, tell me what's going on. He said, you don't understand. I didn't tell you this before, but for 40 years I've smelled nothing but burning flesh and now I've smelled flowers right now. Yeah. He smelled supernatural flowers. And so I asked him to write me a testimony. And three or four months passed and he wouldn't give me a testimony. You know why? He was scared it was going to go away. He didn't understand the chain link protein in the brain. You can't make it go back where it was. It's like taking coffee. Let's just say his original bit, uh, memory was bitter coffee. Like, let's just say cappuccino coffee. You know, heat pressed coffee. Bitter, bitter. But I added some milk and some cream and some honey and some chocolate. And I turned that captivity into a mocha latte. And it can't go back. Strong. It's stronger 